at the top you know what I feel like I feel like when a when a parent sees their Oscar for click, but didn't win one for Uncut Gems. I feel like when a parent sees their child grow up and accomplish something, that's how I feel about you introducing the show at the beginning. Yeah, this is our homework feel. Here season two episode. I, My name is Devin Brosen. I got close. I just want to note for our listeners, uh, last week, if you recall, we did not introduce the show until 35 minutes in. Uh, not for they fucking know what they're listening to, dude. Uh, right, they fucking they know. Fuck. Andy, I know. think that the they Andy, I think that the fucking no, they Andy, saw it on, on the spot. Andy, I just want to really quickly. I just want to point out. That I think that the crowd that you're hanging out with lately changed you over the last week. Oh, uh, well, you're talking about my new friend Dice. I am. You fucking fucking. think (laughs) you fucking think my new friend Andrew Dice Clay changed me, dude. I really think that. uh, Hey, I'll tell you something. If you think that rickety tickety docks, I suck on my fat cock. It's not something you would have ever said before. (laughs) You would have never said this. What? You were always so kind and insightful. I saw Andy taking notes for this episode, and he just kept writing fat cock. (laughs) I can't think of another thing that rhymes with rickety dickety docks. It's really off-putting that you have such a, a masculine... Whatever, obsession just with cock. Just because I'm fucking wearing a badass leather coat and I'm smoking up uh, back around the back of my head now doesn't mean Andrew Dice Clay changed me. I'm just okay, fine. Well, you know what? We won't get into it now. But I just wanna, I wanna get my two cents on the table so everyone is aware of of where this stands. I I don't support it. That's, okay. that's all. I don't support it. Guys, can I be honest with you? Yeah, I would hope that you would break through at some point in time. That's. Kind of why we're here. My new friend Andrew is just so cool, and I thought I could, I thought I could make him like me more. I, I know, I can see that. I, that's very apparent. He's bro. just so mean to everybody, and all he does <sighs> is do ner- dirty nursery rhymes, and everybody loves it. I know, I and know. It's just hard for me, you know. Nobody, like everybody in that ga- everybody in that group of friends is so cool. Nobody expects you to to out dice clay, dice clay. I mean, you can just, just use Dice Clay and he's doing Dice the... Clay Aiken. Is that funny? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what? Andrew uh, Dice Rubin Stutter. <laughs> That's some American uh, humor for you. Uh, American, uh, good old American, American humor. <laughs> Alan's here. Yeah. Uh, Wait a second. Am I only the guest because you couldn't get? Andrew Dice Clay? We could get Andrew you Dice Clay. We couldn't get him on the we podcast? We absolutely could oh, okay. get Andrew Dice Clay. All right. Well. I uh, take that as an insult, first of all. <laughs> well, maybe you could get him. He just wasn't available tonight. You oh, know, he was he available. Was, we turned him down. He was performing somewhere in uh, South Carolina. I we like know, at a comedy to... called, like, the... He was performing in Mother Hubbard's Cupboard. <laughs> <laughs> we, like to, uh, we like to book high-profile guests and then... Right at the eleventh hour, we pull the rug out from underneath them and don't let them on the show. We're taking the ventilator out of the dice man. It's just time to go. It was last week we invited Sanjay Gupta and he was really excited about it, and then we told him we were all sick. He couldn't come. <laughs> and uh, we were Sanjay Gupta, more like with Sanjay, we duped you, buddy. <laughs> Sanjay, we duped you. That's <laughs> uh, that's a classic yeah. dice man. Okay. Uh, Silent J. Gupta. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we Silent J. Gupta. We Silent J. Duped. (laughs) God. Yeah.
I don't think that we have to live up to our celebrity counterparts. But if we did... Andrew would... Dice Claymation. Is that funny to you guys? <laughs> Pretty funny. <laughs> Pretty funny. Are you laughing big time? Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to workshop a few of these in my head, but <laughs> all I could think about is the clay modeling class that my sister took while at a community college. So, so you just didn't like, put Andrew, Andrew Dice, Dice clay modeling class that my sister took at a community college. Yeah, yeah. that's... Got to workshop that one a bit. So maybe 35 minutes into the podcast, you'll hear me blurt out That's uh, good. a real zinger. What about um, Andrew Dice Clay? And then it's also Fonzie at the end. <laughs> <laughs> but would he have to wear two leather jackets? Oh, yes. <laughs> one backwards. One, yes, one he puts his, his arms in front ways. So, and he zips both of them. So he's in like a straight jacket. <laughs> yes. I like that. Uh. Um, and I liked this episode. I was I, so excited Andrew when you asked. Boy Dice Weber. <laughs> <laughs> I got in a pretty bad um, Fonzie accident last weekend. Were you oh, jo- no. What were you doing? Um, the uh, the jukebox wasn't working. Oh, so I'd be like, guys, no. I got it. I got so this. So you jumped a shark. I, jo- I got this. Uh, uh, and I, I jumped a shark, and I got really hurt. <laughs> he bit my leg off. And I I punched through the jukebox, and it bro- and it uh, broke and shattered. And I oh, had to go is to the that hospital. how you connected with Andrew Dice Clay? It was like a Make a Wish situation. Well, he was there. I, I was like, okay, he's gonna think this is cool. Oh, because yeah, because you guys like, both have leather jackets. Yeah, like, I right. want to make this guy think I'm cool, so I'm gonna Fonzie this jukebox. I punched it. Ah, I uh, it sliced my arm up real bad. Uh, almost bled out. And I tried. I did that thing where I pretended nothing was wrong for a while. Like, yeah. oh no, it's fine, it's fine. Right. But I was wearing a white shirt, and um, it it soaked through immediately. Right. I was wondering I was wearing what you my said Mr. When, Clean when you kept saying you were gonna go, fi- I'm gonna go fonzel something, and I was like, what does that even mean? And I was gonna fonzel it. Uh, yeah, I got on my leather jacket. I said a, and then I punched the jukebox and I fonzled pretty hard, but. Uh, once they stitched me up, everything was fine, but it was pretty touch and go there for a while. I was yeah. looking at uh, mo- like bad movies on Amazon Prime two days ago. With some friends, that normal and, thing uh, that people do. Yeah, I was yeah. looking up some shitty movies to watch, and right. uh, Ron Howard was in a movie, and the tagline for it, like the Amazon description, was "See Opie Go Berserk," <laughs> <laughs> which is so funny to me. Shout out to Bergs and Jared Samard. We were just like, I don't even know what the movie was called, but it was just like, see Opie go berserk. <laughs> I'd love to see Opie go berserk. So uh, was bad. he a, a child in this movie? Was I think he, he was like, a, uh, like a teenager, maybe. Then he wouldn't have been Opie, would have been. I know. What a, uh, Richie Cunningham. Richie Cunningham. Yeah. Richie Cunningham. See Richie well, go berserk. I guess they didn't care about the details. I don't know. Well, whatever. Yeah, Jeff <laughs> Bezos. Powers fix career. it. <laughs> fix it, Jeff. Um, I've. Um, I've been uh, working on like uh, computer animation stuff. Of course, trying to get better at it. Yeah. And the thing I've done is um, make computer generated images, like renderings of old child movie stars, and I'll make them fight each other. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> uh, I've got you know like who was uh, your favorite Opie so Opie versus Kevin McAllister's pretty fucking good. So Opie's got the small tra- town charm thing. Kevin's yeah. got the sabotage, the booby traps. Right. Uh, Jason's still in the group chat for this. Uh, is the Andrew Dice Clay of the show because he couldn't make it. Um, <laughs> you know, this definitely sounds like an app that he would make for you. Okay. <laughs> it's free time. Good. His most successful app right now is a game where you're on an airplane and you are like, it's a first person punching game. So you are punching people on the airplane. That's it. That's his most popular app. Hell I yeah. was really scared it was going to put us on a no fly list. And... Yeah, you got to fucking down it like in Flight 94 or whatever. Of course, uh, we're of course talking about Jason Patterson. Yes. Yes. Jason, Jason, Jason Patterson. He punches people on airplanes. Mm-hmm. No um, plane puncher. He, that's my favorite show. Jason, plane puncher, Jason Patterson. Jason Patterson's of Anarchy. <laughs> Jay Sons of Anarchy, Petter Sons of Anarchy. <laughs> yeah, I love that show. <laughs> Jay Sons of Anarchy, Petter Sons of Summer Anarchy. of Sam. <laughs> hey, that's just a serial killer. That, my favorite show, Summer of Sam. You know my favorite TV show, Ted Bundy. <laughs> oh, you watch that too? Oh, yeah, I love that show. When freaking uh, he's uh, watching TV freaking. and Christine Applegates' daughter. Oh, yeah, I love Ted Bundy. <laughs> 
Yeah. Uh, Katie yeah. Siegel from Sons of Anarchy uh, is his wife. Yeah, man. This is so good. He's got big couch. He does Married fart. with Bundy. Dude, it's so funny. He fucking flushes the toilet, and then he's married with Bundy, and then he, yeah, it's so <laughs> good. And then he, he kills that guy? He kills that guy. He kills, like, he Wait, kills he, the Wait, what did you say? Christina, Christina Applegate. That's what got Ted Bundy impeached. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, oh yeah, you guys remember Applegate? Yeah, yeah. Ted Bundy stole yeah. those apples and got impeached. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and the blue dress. <laughs> we're only ten minutes into this yeah, episode. Yeah, we're burning. This up. is great. I just got a text oh. that Marina, uh, my roommate, thinks that Dan there Marina. is Dan Marina. Um, <laughs> Thinks that there's a house on fire on my street. Oh, no. Like, good fire or bad fire? What good house fire is there? When the party's lit. Hey, buddy, we're riffing with fire. Uh, Now we're riffing with fire. Do you think that it's a problem? (laughs) House fires? Yeah. No, I'm I'm a big fan. Tell her to go over towards it with someone and then walk away from it. See, do you think that's a bad idea? No, I, I'm house sitting right now for someone else. So my whole fear since leaving the house has been, did I do something to accidentally set the house on fire mm. as I left? Yeah. And? Thoughts? Well, uh, now I'm thinking about it a lot. So I might be a real downer on is this Is that podcast, an airplane? So. No, this is a video of my street right now. Oh. Oh, wow. That you... Your street sounds like Darren's cat. <laughs> my street is in heat in that there is a house fire. <laughs> my street uh, my street was in heat um, the other week. Uh, oh, they shot that she, on your street? The street's in heat? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my street. The movie Heat. With uh, Dan Marino. With Al Pacino. <laughs> he's, he, Al Pacino. Yeah, he's just, uh, Al Pacino's trapped house. <laughs> 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 uh, El Pochino is my favorite uh, dog food maker. It's my favorite Latinx al- alpaca. <laughs> El Pochino, right? <laughs> uh, but anyway, my my street met a nice boy What's street. The name of your street? Hollywood. Uh, she met a nice boy street, and while well, she was neat, and now they're having a little baby street. <laughs> Yeah, they're having a little baby block. Uh-huh. Or does the baby street play with the nice. block? Cause it's, it's a yeah. Two two weeks worth of uh, being in heat jokes because of your damn cat. Don't be fool. I know the box that I got. I'm still Devin from the block. <laughs> uh, you can. Uh, my I, my biggest wish in this life is that you are fooled by the rocks that I got because my rocks suck. <laughs> And if you think that they're good rocks, then I'm doing something right. I'm constantly trying to fool people with my rocks. <laughs> and it's not fooling anybody. It's not working. Because it's like, it's I, not I, have just, just, I have just stones I found on the street taped to my hand, pretending there are diamonds. Nobody's buying it. No, some of them just looks like <laughs> asphalt gravel. Yeah, it is. It is. Just old pieces of dirt and uh, asphalt uh, trying to. You know, play it off as jewelry. It is not working. You saw how mad those guys got when we tried to uncut gems. Yeah. Well, to be fair, you were doing the dice clay voice. Yeah. And you yeah. were. I was being really aggressive. Yeah. I, was like, I, know, I know you're a diamond dealer, hey, dummy, but this is the I'm best so diamond. Yeah, I'm so fucked up. I'm so fucked up. You kept giving them, like, really weird ultimatums. Like, yeah, those are real diamonds if they're nuts. Well, my I won. <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. And it's like, what do you do in that situation? Well, I kept I kept trying to give him the ultimato. Yeah. And and all I wanted was some, something to eat for these rocks. Right. Uh, because I am, I'm hungry. I'm really I mean, hungry. I don't know. I, I feel like you have the makings of somebody who could uh, swindle or con, but but you you really you lose it in 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 your delivery. Hickory dickory dock, suck my back. <laughs> yeah, it's just a why hard... are you cracking yourself up? With... It's a really obnoxious lead. I mean, I feel like like you. That's how I led. Yeah, You're and like... I said, suck my fat right. cock. I would like you to buy my diamonds, sir. Yeah. And he's like, whoa, 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 back up, back up. First of all, rude way to enter my store. Two, those are pieces of asphalt. 
clearly. And Darren's like, no, come on, Andy. Let's go. It's time to go. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. So counterpoint here, Gregory Duck, suck my fat cock. And two, these are these are diamonds. These are the best diamonds. The, I ever. mean, to be fair, I don't. Even, I think one of them was actually just a really old piece of gum. It very well might. I found, whatever it is, I found it on the street. It was gum with a glass shard in it. Yeah, that's and you've the, been bleeding okay. all over. Yeah, that's pointy stone. <laughs> I know that one. Uh, now I know exactly which one you're talking about because yeah. it hurts like hell to keep in my pocket. <laughs> but I don't have anywhere else to put over it. Here. Well, you shouldn't stone. put. You shouldn't put. You shouldn't put. You shouldn't put broken glass in your back pocket. It's a weird thing to do. Uh, well, I don't have anywhere else to put it. My front pockets are filled with cotton balls already. <laughs> you got a. You got a bad case of glass, but yeah, I got a bad case of glass, but. I got one phone for uh, my phone, two phones for cotton swaps. You did recently put a beer bottle in your back pocket and then say, Devin, come over here and smash it with a hammer. <laughs> I just want to feel something. Yeah, I get that. Because <laughs> I get that. So this, the diamond swindling game is a hard game to get into. Just say that right off the bat. Well, first of all. Another I... hard game to get into, The Witcher 3. But perhaps. Dense. Dense. A third game to get that's hard to get into. A uh, uh, high school romance that we oh, saw. Here we go. Here we go. Classic homophilia. I haven't seen Homer. the classic homophilia. Uh, hard game to get into. Highlight. I don't hard game to get into. Remember the season of Man uh, where they're trying to sell highlight hey, commercials? Take it. Uh, take it from me on hard game to get into. Steering these two back to talking about The Simpsons. Yeah. I love talking That's about okay. the Simpsons. I just need 30 seconds to talk about how much I hate Artie's it. My advice oh. would be just, just give me my 30 seconds. take the 30 seconds. That's just all take I need. It. Yeah. Take I it, get on your soapbox, and yeah. do it. Um, but wait, before we get to there, do we want the... Yeah, here. Let me get the, the official, official stuff going. Am I allowed to? Are you yeah. Gonna, you're, I know you're going to interrupt me. I no. just, I'm aware that it's going to happen. All right, here we go. Let's go. Uh, season, Official synopsis. Uh, season two, episode 11. Yeah. Uh, production code 7F11. Air date January 24th, 19... Nope, this is the last episode. Oh, my God. So he, he begs the patience. The one time I get it right. You guys, patience. You guys introduced the show on time, and you gave me the air to do my job um, before the 20-minute mark, here's and I fucked up. More like farties if. Yeah, so, hey, hey oh. All right, season... Farties uh, <laughs> Season two, uh, season two, episode 12, production code 7F12. We blew right past farty sniff. <laughs> and I, bu- I, I bet... We I, farty biffed that, dude. <laughs> His name's Artie Ziff, and I called him Farty Sniff. (laughs) (laughs) Good one! Thank you. Dude, we're just Farty riffing. It's fine. (laughs) We're just Artie. Yeah. Go for it. You got it. You got this, bud. Season 2, episode number 12. Uh, the air date, February 1, 1991. Main characters, Homer and Marge and Hardy Ziff. And what if and what if he was on the the ocean and he would be Hardy Skiff? Uh, <laughs> you were going to say Farty Cliff. Okay, <laughs> keep going. Synopsis. Um, the synopsis of uh, this episode, uh, The Way We Was... Uh, when the TV malfunctions, Marge and Homer plan to tell their children a story. After refusing to tell the story of how Bart was born, which would later be seen, uh, which would later be seen exactly one season later. That's a weird way to phrase a sentence. Which would later be seen exactly one season later in season three's "I Married Marge." They chose to tell the story of how Homer and Marge met in high school and how Marge almost fell in love with a nerd named Artie Ziff. Um, nerd so named Ziff. Our uh, our chalkboard gag was I will not get very far with this attitude. Uh, our couch gag was their falling couch gag, classically the the couch falling through the floor. Um, special guest voices we have uh, the uh, the one and only John Lovitz as yeah. Artie Ziff and Mr. Sikovsky, the shop teacher. Uh, Deborah Ludwig Davis as the singer. Uh, we Beethoven also sister right because middle names yeah. I gotcha. Uh, Showrunner, James Albrooks, Matt Granning, uh, Sam Simon. Written by Al Jean, Mike Rice, and Sam Simon. 
and directed by David Mike Sable. Rice is it and me uh, or Albert does, Beans. Is Darren reading more and more of the Wikipedia page every yeah, episode? Yeah, he is. <laughs> uh, I've just gotten to the point where I just I feel like I I, I need to establish some dominance on this show. <laughs> dominance. Yeah. I feel like the way that you've been diamond swindling and the way that you've been. Well, can we talk about it? Yeah. Oh, do you want to talk about your to? thing? Oh, you guys want to do this on the air? I mean, I just we talked about your diamond swindling. I mean, I, I don't think it's it's unfair to ignore you know the stuff going on in Devin's life. Oh yeah, he's doing some bad scams too. I um I tried to do that thing. But, where so you got a bunch of fox meat. <laughs> And I can't explain. And you're, and you're trying to tell people it's not fox meat, but it's clearly like it's fox meat that's turning bad. Well, I've been. I I think what through everyone got nobody upset. wants to eat. Fox. Well, that's why I've just been going around to restaurants saying, "Hey, do you want any of this normal ground beef? I got it. it's the regular stuff like you always get." And they say, "No, yeah, you didn't even do it ground yet. It's yeah. still just a rotten fox." Clear, clearly, yeah. I can see still that it's a fox. Yeah, because it's got some of the tail and the hair mushed up and all the ground parts, and it's by, turning gross by the tire tracks. <laughs> yeah, well, tire it's got tracks. the tire tracks, and I just I thought I would just take a hammer, try and mush it up into a little ground beef, and, and now it's just. But a you flat didn't fox. clean it. You didn't debone it. You got didn't get rid well, of any you, of the parts. That's why you grind it up. You take the hammer. And what you, happens to a full fox when you grind it up? Is its organs and stuff smush up? Well, what? That's how you get some of the pink color of the beef or whatever. Oh, no. Anyway, this now it's not... mostly red and like fur. It red. stinks. It, you have to get it out of your car. Oh well, I. I thought I'd leave you it out. You gave me a ride here, and it was I had to I had to ride in the car like Ace Ventura with my head out the window. Uh, well, your the, car, the beef mobile, yeah. It's the fox. It's not <laughs> even beef. Well, it's the ground beef. You, I what used to be fox. How now many foxes did you hit on accident, or or how many foxes did you run over? With based on the based on the mush pile, it, how many do you think? Hundreds. It's a lot. I think it's, it's, it's really weird that you set out on the weekend and you tell us you're going fox racing. <laughs> Hey, you know what? Yeah, you guys what's up? Are making me laugh so hard. It's really already lifting my spirit. Hey! I just thought I'd let y'all know that. Thanks for having me on. All right, uh, you missed. Uh, you missed. Uh, Alan lifted. She had a good hand uh, motion. I feel like we could yeah. uh, get a video of that and make an arty gif. Oh! <laughs> Did you just gurgle into the mic? Oh, that was super sexy. I'm definitely oh. already stiff. <laughs> Oh, I've, I got it already <laughs> stiffy. <laughs> okay, so I want to hear this hyped rant from you, Ellen. I mean, well, the okay, Artie it's Zip a very light Let's get into it. Podcast. But if you're familiar with the episode, I think it's a very uh, obvious reason why I don't find set, him to be a very likable Can you set us, set us up? Set us up and let us know we, who, no. who Artie is. Well, okay. He's a potential love interest. Um, but by the episode, I believe, you know, gets rightfully, I'm going to say it, it's the word of our age, canceled. <gasps> yeah. And yeah. I, just reminds me a little too much of like, you know, like a... The long string of people I've dated. I don't know. Just throwing it out there. I'm not a fan of Artie Ziff. Yeah. I'm not. And for very obvious reasons. Right. He's, he's he's a little self-entitled prick. Yeah. Right. And he's he tries to for, he tries to force himself on yeah, Marge. Right. And what's, when he does that, he accidentally already rips her dress. He already rips but her dress. But the grossest part is then he says, he does the I'm sorry part. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. That's the part that when I first saw that episode, like, it really yeah. just, it put a lot of motions like um, she slaps him he drives her home and then yeah he uh, says i don't does she, i don't think she's does she slap yeah he rips and she slaps she yep. slaps homer too i forgot she slapped a lot of slap two yeah. slaps Hell homer yeah. didn't deserve the slap though that was oh. not a slappable offense i would it's gonna be two slaps buddy. now would you would you <laughs> would you be charmed by if a man um, got you into a room alone with him under false pretenses like uh, Homer did. <laughs> I I don't think I would be in Homer's situation. I mean, I'd be in Homer's situation. I wouldn't be in Marge's situation. Oh, you I'm would. usually the one doing the heavy lifting. <laughs> <Got it. laughs> 
Okay. Creeping. I love it. So he lied. He lied about being Creeping in French up. class so he could get tutored by Marge and get to know her, and they have a wonderful evening together. That sounds exactly like something I would do. Maybe minus the wonderful, wonderful evening. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I'm not trying to be hard on myself. I'm going through my. Uh, well, think about high school here. Okay, high school me. Would I lie? Yes, I would. I would, and I probably have. There was this one guy in the drama club. All the girls had a crush on him. It caused like a fallout between two former friends. Oh God, that was a horrible year of say, my life. Say names. I can't, well, they're Name not relevant names. But anyways, um, he later came out after high school. So like all this commotion was caused by a young man who was not interested in any of us well he was uh Um, isn't that how it goes but did i probably lie to him to get him to like coach me in acting and then had a terrible time on our weird uh platonic date to like national coney island or something but was i still in love specific thing or something i have this i have (laughs) almost this exact story because two of my friends and i can somebody yell at this cat a nice cat. cat you I have lie. a very uh, horny oh, male cat at home. We should get them together. Who's uh, yeah, neutered? Stuff like this cat's got so, an appointment to get spayed. But my cat's soon. already there. Really? So if you want to want me to bring my very timid but very horny cat over, he will have a great time. Yeah, I don't. Freaking John Lovitz, Adam Sandler, <laughs> and Spade now. The so, whole crew. <laughs> my, my two friends and I, we were fighting uh, over uh, a potential love interest. The three of us. Right. Um, uh, and it very nearly broke our friendship up forever, but it turns out that we were just in the desert and, uh, uh, we're really dehydrated and that we were having a mirage and it was a cactus. <laughs> it wasn't you know, a pretty lady. It was just a cactus. My wife is a cactus and I don't appreciate that. <laughs> then why can't she pop her own bubble? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, that, that's all I had to say about her. Yeah. Um, who who actually, I mean, you did mention earlier before we started recording, he does make an appearance in like a very later, later episode. Yeah. So by the, maybe like in 2025, when you get to that episode, bring me back on and I will have some sure. more yeah. opinions because I'm yeah. not happy they brought that character back. No. And, um, but he was still a villain, but yeah, he was... he's a, he's a, in the future, once they grow up, he's like a super rich. Guy. I know he's like he's everything that's worth. Like he's he yeah. tries to like have an affair with Marge. Artie, Artie is yeah. In um, yeah, they bring him back in future episodes. Is he and, diff- he's like, is he and he he does have an. He tries to have an he's affair with Marge, that's but right. he's no bowling teacher. He's no bowling instructor. No, he's not the jock. No, jock. No way. Um, uh, does he like? Did he? Am I making this up or does he indecent proposal Marge? Like one night, ten million dollars. I can't remember. Oh, we can, we they do an episode of Thirty Rock that has that. Plot yeah, where a tech nerd. That's right. I could be, uh, Andy, but you got indecent proposals, correct? Yeah, um, and it was a very, very famous rich person. Yeah, um, it was Andrew Dice Clay. <laughs> Whoa! This show just took an arty shift. <laughs> uh, I I didn't really. I didn't really want to go here, so I got indecent proposals by Andrew Dice well, Clay. He, he and wanted I, you to. He, he wanted me to hickory dickory his cock. Um, and I did, and we had a magical evening, and I'm um, I'm in love with him. And I, he was like, dude, all I wanted to do was pay you for sex. Uh, this That was the end of our relationship, and I can't, I can't stop thinking about him. <laughs> Well, it doesn't help that when you tried to propose to him, you just gave him a piece of gum with glass in it. Yeah. How else am I going to get rid of it? I guess I don't know. I mean, he's, yeah. <sighs> but I'm in love with Andrew Dice Clay now, and um, I don't think these feelings are going anywhere. Because you want to date someone where you can shout out your own name during sex. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, that's the other thing is he hates being called Andy. Uh I I tried to call him Andy Dice Clay, and he was like, whoa, 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 hickory dickory, stop. (laughs) (laughs) That's his safe word. Yeah, yeah, hickory Hickory dickory, dickory stop. stop. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I like this episode, guys. It is, yeah, it was, it was, uh, it got, it's cringy at the end. I, there, it's um, not cringy, it's real life. It's well, real there's life. a, I mean, it's there's very, a, a little more hard hitting than most. There's a handful of things that, like, 
seem, you know, like to touch on the the non jokes that I don't know if maybe were jokes. I mean, I think that earlier the earlier episodes of this there's been times where we've hit things that maybe didn't age super well like uh, there, there was things that aged yeah. in well what is this me fighting my dad <laughs> yeah you're just you're, kidding dad i love you you look great i've never fought you <laughs> hitting things that didn't age well what is this me fighting in your dice claim uh, i was gonna say that's my that's the love of my life you're talking about <laughs> what are yeah. the sister patty and selma yeah, because there was like are... a Patty and Salma line that was a little cringy, where they were like, you know, I don't know if it was specifically a joke or. I think it's pronounced cringy. <laughs> Chris Cringy. I think I've only seen it spelled. It's pronounced cringy, correct? The point of the story C-R-I-N-G-U-I is they were I N G U I cringy. They were making fun of Homer when he came to the door for a prom, and they were like, "That's what happens when you don't put out." And it was kind of a oh uh, yeah. There was like a couple of those she moments in this episode. Hurt, yeah. That hurt. Uh, Marge's dates are getting increasingly homelier. Yeah, increasingly homelier. Homerlier. Homerlier. Uh, but there's also, I, I think the other side of that is there's like a line that um, is is kind of drawn because young Abe talking to Homer kind of, uh, he goes on this like go for the middle of the road, take the dead go end for the job, dented cars. go for the dented cars, uh, go for the less attractive woman, which is kind of like a, you know, again, like these flashback things. Uh, the the flashbacks with Abe always. This is the right. first one we've seen like this. It is wild how, and this is a thread throughout the show. How awful of a father yeah. Abe oh, is yeah. to well, Homer. And but but he it al- also always... it also gives you know because I don't know the Simpsons like you guys do, but it also gives you a little more insight into Homer because Homer is yeah. pretty terrible, but you can see a lot of what. Abe's terribleness. Yeah. Homer has that same terribleness, but Homer's has this layer of love that you don't really see in in Abe so much. Like like yeah. even like Homer does not have like last last week we had that moment where Homer tries to compliment his kids when he thinks he's gonna die, and the only compliment mm-hmm. he can come up with Bart is nice. I like your sheets on your bed, you know. And it's like it's like sad that he can't compliment his kid or whatever. But like, he what cares. Would, but what would Abe do in that scenario? Yeah. I don't think Abe would have the emotional depth to ever even well, like get to that. I guess you could also look at their how they uh, both passionately go on different story uh, tangents. Homer puts lots of detail into you know when he, they have these flashback episodes and it's always yeah. like it was 1973 yeah. the Bee Gees were you know like yeah. but when Abe also goes on a lot of rants but then he 19 dickety yeah it's more it's more me 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 centered with right. Abe. oh yeah uh, the, 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 the family uh, they they tune him out and that's like the joke right. I've never noticed that before but now hmm. we've it is, um, it's wild how like in the present day they make Abe so so toothless, you know, so like, you know, ineffectual and he can't do anything to anyone. He's and then like you go back and, and you yeah. see him just this like volatile, angry drunk. It's like, yeah. I don't know. That's that's a story move you don't see done very often. Yeah. Once again, real life. Real, real life. life. It's, it's like how the Dice Man is Single father though. household. Maybe, I don't know why, what draws me to this episode so much. I really, well, I love that. So yeah, this is one of your favorites, huh? It is. I was so excited when you asked me to do this episode. I fell in love with it, like, the first time I saw it. And I will watch it just to, like, cheer myself up. I don't know. Maybe it's uh, just, I don't know. Young Homer, just it, yeah. he, he takes I've, me back to, I guess, where I saw myself in high school. The last In a good way. The last moments <laughs> of this know. episode are, like, I... Um, one of like one of the most memorable moments yeah, in the show he's ever. He's gonna I hug think. her and kiss yeah. her, and he's not gonna be all well. Yeah, he, he pulls over the car and he's like, consensual. "You, Marge, I'm sorry." Because yeah. yeah, and I mean Would we've you? we've touched on it a ton. Like the up to this point, like the the best Simpsons episode they have. You know, I always thought that like the funny is the most important, and we've seen plenty of funny episodes that don't have the the heart and it doesn't lead them to be as good as they could be with but the heart. And this episode has the heart. I feel like sure. they spent a lot of time in the writer's room. You know, there was a lot of rewrites in this one. I feel like oh, this yeah. one, I I could feel the passion through the episode for some reason. It just feels like there was like a little extra care that was put into this I one. I agree. Just, oh, I love it so much. I really we do. Love this one. <sighs> but Marge, I, I'm still not over the slapping thing. She shouldn't have slapped Homer. I'm not okay with that. Uh, Already fine, but she's prone to violence. 
Jesus, why? She's, so prone she's to addicted to violence. We see Marju's dad. We should bring that up. Yeah, yeah. Because we don't really have see. We seen him I know, before? right? No, I, I think this is—he's not around anymore. It for him. His, if I'm correct me if I'm wrong. Ma, her mom is a widow. Okay. In real, in real time. In real life. <laughs> in real life, her mom's a widow, which is hard for her. I mean, um, I, 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 the, 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 the whole. Young Homer thing is because this is again like I don't know Simpsons at all. I've never seen Young Homer before. Uh, it's not kind of really what I expected from from Young Homer, um, but it makes sense. I think he doesn't seem. I, I I guess it leads me to believe that later on, like I don't know, like Homer is super dumb, like most of the time. What? But, but it kind of like it, oh, Andrew. It, what? Buddy. Yeah, buddy, guy. Well, Homer's dumb. No, he's dumb. Yeah, buddy. No, is Andy, Homer's what? dumb? Then I what? Oh no, no, <laughs> you're, you're not. What no, the, Andy. No, you're, but if he, uh, you're no, 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 but like he works oh, in buddy. a big in a big science factory. <laughs> if he if he has a big science if he like, works in the big science factory, he can't be dumb. Because then what would I do? If he's dumb, then what am I do? <laughs> <laughs> science I, no, because he he's in the big science factory and he pushes the buttons and they have the big ro- and the and the green stuff makes the energy go. What we if he figured that out, then how am I do what? What is we've seen, factory. what we've seen in this episode, is a hospital a medicine factory? Yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. What do you? What do? You, yes. Okay, fine. Maybe he's not. Method, maybe he's not dumb, Andy. But my my whole point is maybe he's not dumb. I maybe. Like, We've seen in this episode that he what could if I apply, called your hero dumb? He could imply he could he could apply himself and and handle things. Well, but no one what, would ever call Ted Bundy dumb. So. <laughs> it just seems like he is, he's disengaged more than dumb. It seems like in this yeah. um, that it, it, you know in his adult life this disengagement and this just like dumb guy apathetic to everything kind of run of the mill well, coast through life. Kind of, kind of thing. goes scene. through waves. Homer's so got a big crayon in his brain, and it makes him. Well, <laughs> it makes him uh, the way he is. Well, I was gonna say, like, season one, they tried to make him like Walter Matthau, you know, yeah. and then uh, frosty milkshakes, all that, and then the anger, angry dad, and then this is what season two. Yeah. yeah. So we're getting into the lovable dumb Homer. Yeah. We're really first seeing that, so they can explore right. all the places of lovable dumb. Homer. Yeah, I mean, definitely so. in this season, I have felt more on Homer's side sometimes, which like yeah. it kind of draws he a parallel to a like big port important man. Right. He's a big portly. He's man. He's not a jerk. Yet. Import, He's not. He well, to reference like like theory. like not to to get too far away from this, but like you know, a show that I have watched is South Park, and like this is, I'm sure they got this from The Simpsons, not the other way around. But what I can see is like when they started really delving into like dumb Randy Marsh episodes. Yeah. That's kind of how home like or in season one I really didn't Wait, feel Randy super <laughs> Randy Marsh is dumb. He's a geologist. <laughs> but he works oh, he works at the Rocks Factory. <laughs> He wor- he makes the big rocks with the. What are your top st- five? I don't know favorite types of factory. <laughs> um, Burger factory. Yep. Where I get my every lunch that I have. Down, I drive up and I get the burger at the burger factory. <laughs> That's number one because I go there most. That's what Andy calls my car when I give him a little bit of the box meat to eat I as get, a treat on the way to the podcast. Every every before when I wake up every day I hickory go, dickory docks give me a straight, burger from fox I go straight to I go straight where I drive up and I get my burger factory lunch and he it's just drives just his car to my car lukewarm meat that, says can I have a handful of the, the good burger uh-huh, that's number one <laughs> number two book factory because yeah, uh, I was the, talking the, about the book Depository <laughs> that Lee Harvey Oswald shot JFK from. Because they have one window that I can put my arm all the way out of. Because <laughs> they never fixed it. I like to put my arm out and wave. <laughs> I like to put my arm out and wave like I'm blanket. That's like, your. That is Michael your go Jackson. That's your go stereotypical wave. Yeah, blanket. Blanket Jackson. Uh, you can't like that. That baby gave such a good wave when he got hung out that window. 
Number two, Bla- or number three, Blanket Factory, where I get all my my comfy nightwear. That's what he calls uh, <laughs> where blanket comes from. De- Devin gives me a blanket made out of fox fur every night. Again, this is just a handful of ground beef. I just all I give him is a handful of the fox meat, but it keeps sometimes me warm it says at it's night. Burger sometimes says it's a blanket. He's just rolling around in the stink. Number, f- you said top five, right? Yeah. Number four, um, I'll say, uh, um, uh, number four is gloves factory because my hands get so cold. All the <laughs> again, still just my car, just giving him some some of the meat, and yeah. he just puts his hand, just mashes his hands into the rotten fox my ha- meat. So I have oh, my hands are warm now. I have circulation problems, and my hands get real cold, and then he helps me out. Big, big, heavy, warm gloves that I shove up, shove my hands into. And number five is um uh, is Fanny Pack Factory because I uh my uh my uh pockets are too small to keep all my stuff in. These are five things. Yeah, then came from improv. Throwing that out there. Yeah, we've all spent a lot of money on classes, so get the use out of it. Man. I stole mine. I stole my improv classes. <gasps> I I actually I owe some back rent to the improv classes. So <laughs> I'll yeah. have to talk to you after the podcast, Andy. Um, 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 That's why we called um, you in here, actually. Uh, okay. <laughs> well, just gonna block the door and not let me perform yeah. at the class show until. Um, these cats are just sitting on my bag. They just love. Aww. That's what you call your butt. <laughs> yeah, De- Devin's laying on the ground, and these cats are just. Burrowing into his butt right now. They're doing that thing where they needle it with their top two front how did, paws. How did we get on factory? Okay, wait, but the the, 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 the he works in the factory. factory. Yeah. Okay. Um. Um. Uh, um. Um. Geez, what's a what's a? I can't just say I love this episode so much that I not really have anything profound to say about it. I like. Uh, so it's our first McBain. Yeah, which I guess supposedly you put all the McBain clips together and it makes a full story that's what i heard it's on youtube yeah Yeah. um that you you can put them all together because he's always going after mendoza um what's the mcbain to play on like uh just like general action big rambo crazy action movies okay like lethal weapon style you watch a clip of it on like a uh show about uh movie critics like john claude van damme's those kind uh, of what does he say? I love when a Jean Claude Van Damme. I love when a bald guy argues with a fat yeah. tub of lard. What yeah. a good. I love bit. watching the bald guy argue yeah. with the fat tub of lard. Oh, the, the beginning reminded me of On Cinema, which I cannot recommend enough. Tim Heidecker and Greg Turkington. I don't know why I'm plugging that. But. That's what I eat on Thanksgiving. I eat my turkey Tim by the Heidecker. time too. <laughs> yeah. How far away from we in the animation timeline from the critic? That's um, John Lovitz. Three years? Given like a, I can't remember. Is 94. Nine. They have the weird like, crossover. Yes. Yeah. How far we're away are we from Rat Race? Hmm. Uh, Rat Race? We're about 10 years exactly, right? Because Rat Race comes out in 2001. Okay. Never forget. <laughs> Never forget, yeah. So really what you're saying is the first 10 years of The Simpsons is just building up to Rat Race. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, the shared universe. Chris Pratt Race. Uh, Chris Pratt Race. Uh, but I want to bring that up because while they do, years to come, we do see the critic crossover, which, you know, he's the movie critic. Yeah. But it, I like these two characters. So um, these two movie critics uh, in this particular episode, we're, we don't. They just did a passing in the wind. We don't see them again. Yeah, it's rat race, but it's the band Rat. <laughs> God damn it. It is home. fun to derail somebody's <laughs> ideas, you guys. <laughs> oh, why am I even doing this more? <laughs> it's a good point, Alan. Uh, no, it, <laughs> I wasn't. I, I, I kind of half said I, that. I, 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 I to, don't know. I need you to understand that, that I have taken now what 25 episodes where i try to keep this show on a track on a track and it just it doesn't ever happen eh, it never i came happens. here to giggle this is what i came here you to came do. here to giggle and i I, was, I knew i was gonna laugh yeah. and giggle i love to giggle i thought eh, if i give my minute in on the simpsons i'll be happy i I'm came just, here because you guys said you had medicine fun. that would fix my <laughs> the thing that's wrong with me I, i'm now seeing that that's a lie yeah, it's rabies from eating fox meat <laughs> I 
Wait. Is the, bur- <laughs> is the Burger Factory going to give me rabies? Yeah, unfortunately, <laughs> uh, we both are in trouble right now. Oh, no. I know my doctor I said knew- I'm not supposed to get rabies right I, now. No, I knew, I knew something was wrong with me because I stopped drinking water. And I've been foaming at the mouth really <laughs> bad, like really bad. And the different, the bad kind of mouth foam, not even the normal kind. We usually got going when we get too fired up. Yeah, not yeah, like specifically not. And my um and my cats, like whenever they see me, they, their shackles go up right now. Something's going on with me. Uh, I, my law, my every morning, I can't get my jaw open. Yeah, I got locked up real bad. I uh shit. I'm in trouble. I'm I got in. some, uh, uh, what are they called? They're the, the Skittles. No, the other candy. Uh, lock, lock jaw breakers. <laughs> okay. That might help us, actually. Yeah. Lock jaw breakers. Yeah. I don't like having rabies, and I'm not exactly excited that you told me that that's what's going on. I heard this story about a girl that got rabies in Minnesota. And if you <laughs> if the. What were you doing in Minnesota? Uh, biting people. Jeez, <laughs> oh, uh, you do got rabies. You just got to get a shot I in your belly button. That's I didn't want to tell That's... anybody, but I've been biting people a lot. The, the rabies cure. I never, I never, want, for the first 31 years of my life, not once did I ever have the desire to bite, bite anybody. Now that's all I think about. Um, rabies was a legitimate fear when I went to horse camp in fourth grade. Horse camp? I went to horse camp in fourth grade, and they all gave us the rabies scare really? that we might get it. If we walked thought, out to the woods, coronavirus. Is I thought I was the well, only one that went to a specific animal <laughs> camp. The cool thing about um, I went to muskrat camp. Well, okay, so just like lockjaw breakers uh, can yeah. cure lockjaw, uh, you can cure rabies with a rabies bottle pop. Oh, <laughs> remember that. Rabies bottle pop, rabies bottle pop. Yeah, the Jonas Brothers did a cover, it. and they were on the commercial. Yeah, I uh, bit the little Jonas brother, the tiny one. Which one's that? The one, the small one. What's his name? Uh, Joe. Uh, my name is Joe. My name is Jonas. His name's Jonas. My name is Jonas Pop. <laughs> Wait, is his name actually Jonas? No. <laughs> what's his name? I don't know. Is his name? What's the little one? Well, Joe Jonas. that's a trick Joe? question. No, it, well, you according to the band, it would be Nick because he's the youngest of the three who perform. But there's a fourth younger brother. Oh Frankie my God, Jonas. Frankie the bonus. The bonus Jonas. Frankie. The bonus Jonas. Is he like weird looking? He was a small child the last time I he saw looks a like picture sloth. of him. I'm really not sure. <laughs> he looks like Sloth, sloth from Goonies. <laughs> Frankie Jonas. Yeah, that sucks. They should have like a sitcom about him. Chet Jonas <laughs> being Frankie, being Ch- Frankie. There's another Manning brother too. Really? That just. Like it's just like an insurance adjuster or something. Like I don't know how like you have the most famous brothers in the world and you're just like a guy. <laughs> I mean, I can relate because you know how famous my uh, two older brothers are. Yeah, you're well, you're you're Hanson. Yeah, <laughs> your famous brothers Zach and Chris. <laughs> your famous brother yeah. Zach from Mbop and, and Chris, Chris from, from Catch a Predators. <laughs> Everybody knows. Well, that. that's why I have been doing this fox thing because that's me catching these predators <laughs> that's that are out the there eating all the mice. And well, then, then what? People say pop mm, when they eat. Pop. <laughs> <laughs> mm, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, delivery. Punch that one up. That was good. I just don't. I don't know. It I, makes. So here's the problem: is that the burgers taste fine going down. But it really burns coming back up because they don't stay down for very long. No, all the hair and bones in there. <laughs> Much like your piece of gum with so, a bunch of glass in it, this is just a chunk of bad so, meat with a bunch of so bones and I got to eat more and more of it because I'm not getting much sustenance because it – I can bear – like I, I have to ch- get my like reflex in check. Um, yeah, my gag reflex. I will just wrap a scarf around my head and mouth to just keep – you, it from coming back out. You, speaking you know? of horse camp, he basically puts one of those feed bags on me, so I. Can't. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but then, then I'm like, it's coming up and it's stuck there, and I'm trying to get that back. 
back down. That's the thing. Like, sometimes the only way to keep a lot of the fox meat in your belly is just cram a bunch more fox meat in there to shove it down farther. Um, so, um, so I'm eating a lot of this stuff, way more than you would uh, otherwise, because most of it's coming back up. And it's, uh, it's not very good. It doesn't they taste fine but I, I it also like my body knows it's rancid my body my I, <laughs> like my body like my like it tastes fine but my body's telling me it's rancid they say you got five senses but you actually have a yeah. sixth sense and that's your ability my to detect body, whether or not much, my body's if you got rancid shit in your body it's hearing and sight and smell and touch and taste and, and whether rancidity. or not you got rancid shit in your body. <laughs> yeah. Have the you Sixth had... Sense, the movie, is about... Have you had any of his burgers? Uh, I've been uh, vegan lately. Oh, but I had his... oh these are vegan. I had his, uh, I had his imitation uh, burgers, <laughs> <Yeah>. though. <laughs> is, you, he gave you one of his impossible burgers? Right. But it's just, he says it's impossible cause, just because it's really high it, up. You got to climb... <laughs> You gotta climb way far to get it. Yeah. It's not that. It's not impossible to get there. I but say it's, it's impossible it's harder, that it's this harder is to not get to. fox meat because it is impossible that it is not fox meat. It is fox meat. Yeah, it's it's right. impossible. It is literally not possible. It's impossible so, that it's not fox meat. <laughs> so short answer to your story is I have I have not tried the fox meat, but I have tried the impossible fox meat, and it was hard. Well, to you're get gonna down, get right? the impossible fox I, beef sweats uh, all the same. It was fox in, beef. Have you, Ellen? Have you had any of this fox beef? Uh, I too do not eat meat, but uh, I would be interested in this if possible. I don't think no. Uh, at this point, you. I think you should steer clear because mm-hmm. uh, I'm in yeah. a I'm in a cycle where I don't think I can get out. Anymore <laughs> yeah. now. I can see a green spot forming kind of on my side where I think it's one of my organs rotting inside my body. <laughs> You're and not, I'm sepsis. afraid. Yeah, I'm got I've got sepsis real bad and. I'm afraid to even wear any of my crop tops or my bathing suits this year because I know everyone's going to see how rotten up my guts is. They're so fucked up. I right tried now. to eat a green pepper like an apple the other day, <laughs> <laughs> which everybody knows is my favorite treat. That's uh, that's ironic because I uh, diced up a green apple and put it in my omelet, <laughs> which is your favorite treat, right? Uh, and like I couldn't get it down. Like the just the thought of. Um, Eating something nice and fresh and good for me made my body quiver and, and shake, and I, I went into a sweat. I couldn't get mine down either, but now that I look back at it, it might be because it was a uh, green apple and impossible fox meat. See, omelet. there it is. Yeah. I can't get away from the fox meat at this point. My body literally wouldn't let me just eat a green pepper. Do I you... just thought oh, – sorry, go on. Uh, well, no, my only question was that if you see a, a cute little picture of a fox, do you get – like a hunger inside of you. Uh, no, but sometimes if I see a picture of a cute fox, I will just you know draw some stink lines on it, so it looks <laughs> like it stinks, and then I'm like, now I'm hungry. Yeah, yeah, because I know he's yeah. rotten. You know that like those time lapse videos where it shows like real fast. It shows a a fox like that's the beginning of True Blood for yeah, sure. Yeah, where yeah. it shows a fox and it's dead, and then it turns into dirt real fast mm-hmm. it rots it turns into dirt real I don't, fast i look at i must be on a different internet than you because i only see pictures of foxes that are which know, internet are you famously on? cute uh the, the the kind internet oh the, that's your problem I'm on the mom filtered internet gotcha filters you're, the internet you're on me. mom chan mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> got you got you i got radicalized on yeah. mom chan <laughs> yeah no i like i can only wear uh, jeans with a huge, like huge butt, and, and a big uh, part for my uh, for my front. Yeah, I only drive minivans and wear white sneakers. I got radicalized on Mom Chan. <laughs> um, I liked this episode. He went to so he go. Uh, Homer goes to debate camp to try to or debate club to try to impress Marge, and um. The teacher's like, uh, we've got a spot in debate for you. And, uh, and Homer's response is, I'll take that, you stink pot. Like arguing with her, thinking that's what debate club is. Stink pot's what I call the big pot on my stove where I put all my yeah, hot meat in we it. know. That's, it made me really hungry when he said that because of your stink pot at home. The gravy's good, though. The fox gravy. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's uh, that's just the juice that kind of leaks off the yeah. dashboard. <laughs> he gets that by just pushing down really hard on his back seat. It yeah. just seeps out of it. <laughs> yeah, I got I got real bad bad back sepsis. <laughs> back seat sepsis. Uh, maybe back, on like a hot day, seepses. the the sun evaporates all the liquid in your car. Uh, that's soaking into the seat oh, cushions yeah. into a vapor, which you then can collect. Oh, yeah, I'll hotbox the Fox from time to time. I will drive around on a hot summer day with the heat totally. totally you call it the, the Fox Box. Up. I call it the Fox Box. When they talk about Foxy Boxing, what they're talking yeah. about is being in a hot car with the stink vapors. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm so over this Fox meat. You're over the fox. I don't. Meat? I don't like. I don't think I can eat anymore. The quick, the quick brown fox jumped over the lazy dog. The f- quick brown fox jumped right out of my tummy because it's making me sick. So you have the, the the fox box. Yep. And it's is it? Would you say it's important? I, well, I got the rocks box, which I which yeah, is just full say, of my fake diamonds. I would say it's important. You got the fox box. I got the rocks box. You would say it's. It's an important fox box. I would say it's an important fox box. We're just going to set up wordplay here. (laughs) So, your fox box is ad hoc. An an ad hoc fox box. Uh, What kind of music do you listen to in your ad hoc fox box? Uh, Because if I were you, I think I would probably listen to some... Uh, some Tupac in your ad hoc box box. <laughs> uh, do you, I, th- I think it's probably important to keep track of um, time. So maybe <laughs> it'd be good to have a digital clock while listening to Tupac I'm in your ad hoc box box. I'm glad this is funny box. to you because I am dying of really uh, bad yeah. rot meat gut. <laughs> and he's killing us. Right. We so all have rot gut. point is you're probably making enemies. So I would recommend that next to your clock you get a Glock while you listen to Tupac in your ad hoc box box. My, do- my doctor said it was the first medically diagnosed case of rot gut he's ever seen <laughs> right and it's, he thought it was just a sailor like an old sailor's thing for drinking and too it's much. super gross there's a lot of like liquids floating My doctor around. told me i got such a bad case of stinky rotten belly <laughs> he said he said <laughs> i think it's really important to separate your stinky rotten belly from the rest of uh your vehicle Do you so know how maybe you should try wearing a a, a smock while you listen to tupac Shout out to your in your clock <laughs> Uh, in your ad hoc box box. All right, Doctor Seuss. <laughs> you know how. And uh, one more thing uh, about your. This, I'm dying. Why thing. did you do this on the episode named after a Doctor Seuss thing? One more thing. I just think that uh, while you have your uh, your smock next to your clock and your Glock and your uh, listen to Tupac in your uh, ad hoc box box, you should hickory dickory dock. <laughs> suck my, suck fat my fat cock. <laughs> I'm dying. I'm really sick. I'm really sick. The dice man doesn't want to fuck you anymore because you got stinky rotten belly. I have simultaneous cases of rot gut and silly gut. They're (laughs) ripping my insides in two. I'm dying. This might be my last episode of the show. We'll see. (laughs) I died before. Um, Do we have a favorite uh, joke from this episode, anybody? Um, well, this might be controversial. I liked the Patty and Selma joke about not putting it. <laughs> <laughs> Boom, oh. not putting that it. That was funny. I actually really uh, I, Classic mine, Patty and Selma. Mine's not really a, a joke. I did have a favorite a favorite line. Mm-hmm. Uh, my favorite line from this one is a heart line for once. Am I allowed to do it like yeah, a heartfelt sure. line? Sure. Uh, I, I loved when Homer's crying in the hallway and Marge comes out and Homer says uh, everything, something along the lines of everything in my life is surrounded by questions and yeses and nos uh but how can i be wrong about the the one Aww. thing i'm sure of uh in my life the only thing i've ever been the sure only thing of i've ever been life. sure of in yeah. my whole life uh which i think is that is like i think that's the best heartfelt homer line we've we've had that might be one of my my favorite heart that might be the best heartfelt line we've had in the show it was so very far. sweet very sweet i was just thinking joke wise i had a joke to call out 
Uh, another Simpsons podcast was really fixated on the joke where Marge uh, burns her bra, then it burns to a crisp. <laughs> and she makes the comment of, oh, it must be all the tissue paper in there. But you could tell that was not a joke. There were there were no uh, women or people with breasts and who wear bras uh, in the writer's room. Not, not a one. Me. Because... You don't put the tissue. I've I've been a young gal who was insecure about her breast size, and I have once, yes, may have put tissue down there. You don't put it inside of the bra. Ellen. It rests on your breast in You're between. telling me <laughs> that the writer's room of The Simpsons <laughs> yeah. didn't have ladies in it? But I, that joke made me so mad, and I was listening to this other podcast go on a tangent about what that joke could have meant this notoriously male white writer's room filled with geeks that graduated from harvard you don't you're not gonna (laughs) rip open a bra those are very expensive those are gonna run you about fifty dollars and then put to on a cheaper end of things yeah I'm not spending enough mm. on underwear. I guess. <laughs> what about you guys? You got some favorite jokes? Uh, I liked when Homer's preparing for his debate club. Um, he he's going to debate that they shouldn't lower the speed limit age to <laughs> no, or speed limit yeah. to 55 miles <laughs> an hour. And he's like he's reading he's reading like materials and stuff, and he's got a stack of note cards, and he just writes no, no way. way. <laughs> that's, his, that's his debate prep. This one's not the best joke of the episode, but it definitely stands out because it's like, oh, yeah, I see what you did there. When Homer, when Barney says, hey, we're late for English. And he goes, well, what do I need to learn? I'm never going to England anyways. Yeah, yeah that's a good one. That's up there. That's top. That's in uh, the top. When, when he finds out that Marge uh, is a tutor on the side, he asks, uh, can anybody be tutored? <laughs> I also liked uh, whoever Barney was asking to prom was like, I wouldn't go out with you if you were Elliot Gould. <laughs> yeah. Which is they, great because he was handsome, I guess, kind of at one point. Um, I know we're running out of oh, we are we have run out of time. I was just really uh, intrigued by that girl that he asked because they put a lot of detail in her face and yeah. you never see that young lady again. I bet that was someone modeled after one of the writers. Because she doesn't look like a typical Simpsons character. Or Animator's Crush. Ooh, Animator's Crush. We're all yawning. We've done two episodes tonight. It's been a long Um, day. I'm yawning because I got got a real big case of the fox gut right now. Yeah, Yeah, I think it's the fox gut. I'm starving. And this is an episode. I have episode. not had a full meal where I didn't throw it all up. <laughs> I yeah, a lot weeks. of. Do we have um, favorite favorite apps? I think I, I have worms. We got to do favorite apps. Yeah. Right? Oh yeah. So so we're ranking our favorite apps of all time, or th- just from this watch though. You're as our guest since you haven't been here with us the whole time. You're allowed to pick any episode. Your favorite episode of The Simpsons ever. Ever. Do you have one? Ooh, um. Did, we can go first if you want. Gonna... Ooh, now I want to hear it. I really love the one with Lisa's birthday and Michael Jackson. Oh, <laughs> that is a good episode. It's a good really app. Sweet and episode. It's, I like that episode. Get, yeah. why we're wouldn't... gonna get to it really soon. In a couple weeks. In a couple. I do like yeah. this one. I love Homer's Barbershop Quartet. Oh, I love yeah, love that episode. I actually really love the one where he goes to the moon. I know it's a controversial one. I love that episode, yeah. too. Um, when he's I love floating time. around eating them tater chips. <laughs> I, of course, love the season 12 episode where the Who appears. Of course. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's actually a pretty well-written episode. Where they, pl- and then, they play uh, uh, a concert on the wall between yeah, Old Springfield and New Springfield. Because of New Springfield, Springfield. Of New Springfield rules. Area yeah. code. Um, uh, but what was I going to say? Deep Simpsons I don't knowledge. have a favorite. I th- maybe my favorite of all time is the Barbershop Quartet one. That's I love that baby one, That is such a good episode. And it's another uh, Homer telling a story one. I love the Homer telling a story episodes. I love pain. I like, um, I like Flaming Bows, too. Now. I do like that one. That's a good one. And I even really like the one where he goes to a rock and roll camp. Do you know? And that's a later episode, I know. Um, it's not... That the, stop scratching your beard with the microphone, Darren. Is that happening? Do you know that at, at Universal Studios they serve flaming bows? What? Yeah, yeah. Aww, I was I was very bummer. Bummed. I missed out. I, I should have went. I had a duff. That was great. The energy drink. No, they serve like real duff beer what? At, oh. at the park. Um, and that was great. Stump the duff. Um, flaming bows though are just like an or like orange soda. 
It's not even the right color. Shout out to my it, roommate, Zach, who bartends at Tipsy McStaggers in Warren, which is named after the company that wow. buys the Flamin' Moe's, Tipsy McStaggers. It's a wow. great bar name. Is it Simpsons themed? I live around there. I no. should go But they do Simpsons often. trivia sometimes, I think. Ooh. Um, so uh, are you changing your favorite episode? I'm still <clears throat> best Bartha Daredevil. I'm staying with Bartha Daredevil, worst, baby. Worst, Homer's Night, worst is Homer's Night Out. Yeah, that's unanimous. I'm, I'm, I am not swayed off... We're all still. Wait, can I change my episode? Yeah, yeah. you can do whatever you want. The the heart attack one. Oh, that's triple uh, bypass. Really good yeah. Okay. That's okay. another. The last week we just watched a Homer f- facing his own mortality episode when he eats the blowfish. Oh yeah. Uh, the the bypass one is um the same. There's all these. You know, as a Simpsons fan, there's like groups of episodes that all tackle the same issue. Homer, Homer, def- like seeing his own mortality is one of those. I feel like that they do over and over again, and the bypass one is way up there. It really, yeah, it's another one that hits home. I think. I feel like we're all it hits Homer our mortality right now because <laughs> of this fox meat. Because of fox meat, you know. We got here's the thing about that before we is get that, that super whole... deep into the fox meat. Sure. You know what a foxhole is? That's what the that's what I call my my asshole because that's where all the meat's coming out. Is that your sponsor? <laughs> yeah, your foxhole. Well, my sponsor's Fox News, which is just the uh, updates I will sometimes do into a walkie-talkie to let whoever's around know what's going on with my bad guts. Good sponsor. Darn, I want to change my favorite episode again. Okay, go for no, it. No, I it's too late. We got to get I I like the auto show. That's a good one. Oh yeah, yeah. you don't really see much auto after that. That's a really good episode. Um, okay, never mind. Get to the spot. We're four four minutes past. You I got a dog to go. I'll dog my sponsor, sit. Um, Timmy's Timmy's asphalt shiner. <laughs> uh, make your pieces of asphalt look look like new. It really works. Uh, I have a sponsor. It's actually. Uh, uh, it's Andrew Dice Clay's uh, new book. Uh, it's it's Dr. Seuss inspired. Uh, it's coming out uh, in the near future, so look it up. But um, it will um, it will shock you uh, for sure. But it goes by uh, Hickory Dickory Doc. Tick tock goes the clock next to your Glock with Tupac while you're eating Fox in your Fox box. Wow. Suck my. Fat cock. Fat cock. <laughs> uh, so that is a children's book by Andrew Dice Clay coming out uh, in summer 2020. I want to thank uh, the biopic they are making about me for sponsoring this podcast, uh, The Fox Catcher. <laughs> uh, I want to thank the uh, the book that was uh, that inspired the biopic, uh, Fox Catcher in the Rye. <laughs> I also want to uh, thank the Wait. drink that inspired the book that inspired the film uh, Foxcatcher Rye. <laughs> whiskey? Foxcatcher Rye whiskey? Yeah, and then also the bread that inspired the whiskey that inspired the book that inspired the film. Uh, just rye. <laughs> just rye. Oh, that's good. Right. Hey, Devin, what are you putting on? The, what is that? What is that huge serving tray you're lifting up with and struggling What do you to... think's in it? Oh. Don't, what do you think I put okay. it in here? I don't want you to take that big fancy cover off of it. Does anybody? I mean, you, we can smell it, right? <laughs> you can see the green stink lines uh, coming uh, off. <laughs> I thought that just happened in cartoons and movies, but that really can happen. Man, I, I need really need like a cartoonishly diet. large fan to blow those <laughs> visual lines away from me. Oh, and there's look flies. At that. Wait, look What's out it? the window. Uh-huh. That hobo is being lifted off his feet, and he's floating towards <laughs> this. <laughs> He's floating. To- why? Why did you set it on the sill? Because uh, I wanted to see if everyone else wanted to join us for a little feed. That old hobo's floating right up. Oh to my the god! Tray. They're coming from the the other direction. Also, there's a couple. That I can see them floating and following the the sense well, that they're not quite floating. They're kind of fluttering their nostrils, which yeah. got cartoonishly enlarged as they sniffed. Oh, the first free. one's free. You're gobbling up that. Fi- <laughs> yeah, that's how you get them hooked, huh? <laughs> the old fox gobbler, that's what they call <laughs> oh, oh, I'm sick. I think you're going to get through it, buddy. Can I have a, a burger, please? <laughs>